This is a Village Soundcast Network original production. This is Inside Outcast, the official podcast of Inside Out, brought to you in partnership with the Village Soundcast Network. We are Canada's largest presenter of LGBTQ film. I'm Andrea Wilson, Executive Director of Inside Out. And I'm Andrew Murphy, Director of Programming. Join us for conversations on queer films and filmmakers, and here are some highlights from this year's Toronto LGBT Film Festival program. On this episode, we are talking to some of our Inside Out programming team to get their top picks and hidden gems of the 2018 festival lineup. Now, as Director of Programming, I'm very excited to introduce you to our programming manager, Jenna Dufton, and our programmer, Charlie Hidalgo, to get the conversation rolling. So, Charlie and Jenna, thanks for, uh, thanks for joining us this afternoon. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. You both sound so excited. I love that. <laughs> I've never been more excited in my entire life. <laughs> um, hey, Jenna, is this your first time on a podcast? This is my first time on a podcast and hopefully will be my last time on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to make it's going to be great. It's going to be great. We're going to have fun. So, uh, you know, I just I thought I'd, uh, you know, just to give a little bit of context um, to the folks out there listening. Um, our programming team considered close to a thousand titles this year. Um, we landed carefully around the curated number of about 100, 131, including 14 shorts programs, uh, which turns out is um, a lot more than a lot of specialty festivals do in terms of short programming. We find we really want to support the emerging filmmaker and often a lot of these feature films that were fo- that we show at the festival um, they got their start making short films that were also shown at Inside Out in previous years so um, I thought maybe we could get started and you know talk kind of some of the larger things you know what um, you know what is a film that each of you are most excited to share with our audience this year uh, Jenna maybe you go first Sure. Uh, It's kind of hard to narrow it down, but I would say the film that um, I'm most excited to share is the one that I was kind of most excited after I watched it, which is Skate Kitchen. Uh, It's a film that came out of Sundance and uh, in kind of the most 2018 millennial thing that's ever happened. It's a film that was adapted from an Instagram account uh, called The Skate Kitchen, which I highly recommend everyone follows because it's pretty amazing. It's uh, just a group of young women who skateboard together and they host meetups and they are also way cooler than I could ever dream to be (laughs) in my entire life. And uh, so Crystal Moselle made a film about these young girls and the girls from the Instagram are actually um, acting in the film. And it's part skateboarding movie, part coming of age story. Uh, It's inclusive and feminist and very queer. And uh, I absolutely love it. Amazing. Yeah, it's such a great film. It's gonna be it's gonna be really fun to see uh, how our audience reacts to it. Uh, Charlie, what about you? Um, yeah, I think that it's hard to pick one. So one of the films that I'm most excited about, um, and also I'm going by um, how how well this film made me feel. Uh, I watched it at Sundance, and it was a very cold and uninviting day <laughs> and after I saw this movie everything was fine um hearts hearts beat loud mm. um which is like the coolest uh, relationship father daughter and also it has a love story 
Um, and it's about uh, Frank, who owns uh, this store, uh, record store in Brooklyn, and his daughter Sam, who is months away from heading off to university. And a difference from any other father, or like the most common fathers, this guy doesn't want her to go to university, but stay with him to have a band. (laughs) (laughs) uh, The music is really fantastic, um, and it features these two amazing um, queer ladies. That I'm not going to say their names because um, I can't. So I'm not going to give it a try. You're still processing. <laughs> you're going to have to, <laughs> you're gonna have to help me or um, whoever is listening will have to go and check it on, on the program. I can, I can go ahead and say their names if that's helpful. <laughs> that um, helps. <laughs> uh, the, the women in the film are Kiersey Clemens and Sasha Lane, who are both out queer women in real life. Amazing. That is amazing. The film is really, really heartwarming. And and I think it's going to be the perfect uh, closing for the festival. So I strongly recommend that you stop everything and come and see it. (laughs) I love it. Fantastic. Thank you. Um, You know, I think, you know, one that stood out for me was one that just seemed to come out of flung out of space, if you will. Um, it was submitted to us um, on our online Without a Box platform. And uh, we watched it and we just fell in love with it. it was, I think, Jenna, it was one of the last things we watched, really, in finalizing uh, the program. And it's a South African film called Canary. Uh, and we're actually hosting the world premiere. It'll be our centerpiece gala this year, which is really exciting. Uh, we have some special guests coming for that. Uh, but it takes place in 1985, um, where a young teen is uh, conscripted to join the army during apartheid um, and uh, mixed in with his you know feelings and dealing with that as a closeted teen uh, we also see some breakout um, beautiful dance sequences to you know culture club <laughs> and uh, and I think um, Frankie goes to Hollywood and mm. there's some like amazing 80s moments in this um, and with that is, is a film with a lot of heart um, because he um, in, in hopes of staying away from the front lines during the war he um, he joins the choir called the Canaries, I believe. Mm. Uh, and that's really what the film is about, is finding love in himself through through music, which I think is very relatable to anyone across platforms. And it's it's a, a treat to have something from South Africa uh, in the program mm-hmm. this year. So I'm really looking forward to seeing how the audience reacts to that. And it is based on a true story. Um, so yeah, I think that's coming from us. Uh, Andrea, what about you? Is there anything you're sort of super excited about? Oh man, there's a, there's a lot of things. Like I, I know, I think we're gonna talk about shorts programs later. That's always like a huge area of interest for me. Um, something I'm extremely excited about is the women's gala film uh, this year, which is Half the Picture, which is an amazing documentary that is all about women filmmakers and the representation of women overall in the film industry. Um, and I think it's such an amazing selection for the women's gala because it really centers this conversation around, you know, women's stories and bringing those to the forefront um, and, you know, really making sure that we're all, you know, as an industry working collectively to take steps to mentor other women, to create space for uh, for other women. And so I'm I'm so excited to have that in that um, in that gala slot this year. And I mean, the Penelope Spheris interview alone is worth the price totally, of admission. Totally, <laughs> totally. And there's so many amazing, like, queer women directors that are featured in there um, and directors of queer work that I think, yeah, people are going to be really, uh, really excited to get a little behind the scenes info on a lot of their favorite films. 
Great. So, uh, Jenna, back to you. Um, what's uh, what's next on your list for something you think is you know a really important title um, to get out there and, and get listeners interested in and, and checking out? Uh, I would say probably uh, Night Comes On, uh, which is it wasn't really on a lot of people's radar in the kind of queer festival community because it's not a film that's centered on a character's queerness, but it is uh, about a woman who happens to be queer who's on a very important journey. Um, so the film follows a young woman who has just been released from prison and who is seeking revenge on her father. Um, and it's kind of an intense story, but, uh, when her younger sister enters the picture, um, it kind of becomes more about how they can save each other. And it's a really beautiful film. And I really hope that everyone will go and see it. Awesome. Beautiful film. Charlie, what about you? Uh, I will pick Montana. Uh, Mm. it's a beautiful film from Israel. Um, and it's uh, the future deb- feature debut for the director and the main actor. Uh, and they both do a phenomenal job. Um, the film follows a young woman who returns to her distant family to resolve old traumas and bring closer to her past. And all that while she is living a passionate affair with a married mother of two now living in her childhood home. So <laughs> a lot of drama in there, but um, it's really emotionally calibrated and never heavy handed. Um, it really um, deals into when we have, when we're faced with a moral choice and how love shouldn't be an excuse for silence. Um, I watched this film at TIFF and I wasn't really, I didn't really know what I was walking into. And when I noticed that it had to deal with abuse, I wanted to leave the room. But very soon after, um, the film really grabbed me and I started to feel uh, very empowered. And I haven't really seen before a film about abuse that makes me feel stronger. So I really recommend that people give it a try. It's, uh, the performances are really, really great. The story is fantastic. And um, it's really, really beautiful. And it's, uh, the, the director will be, will be here to present the movie. That's great. Thanks, Charlie. Uh, you know, I think, <clears throat> you know, that's the power of cinema, you know, as, as cliche as it sounds, um, you know, it's it's very true. And, you know, as much and as, as much as much volume as we're watching in the run of a year, um, you know, when you still feel something or come away, or if you're still thinking about the film a week later, two weeks later, a month later, um, that, you know, they've accomplished something really special. Uh, and I think a, a movie for me this year in our premiere section is Retablo, uh, which is a, f- a film out of Peru, which is not a part of the world we see a lot of queer films come from. Uh, and it's a first time director, Alvaro Delgado. And uh, it is, uh, we saw this film in Berlin and it won a special newcomers award at the Teddy, uh, Teddy Awards. Uh, and it's one of those films where, you know, I had to wait a few minutes before leaving the cinema at the risk mm. of, you know, looking like a, a wreck. <laughs> um, uh, but it's, uh, it's a really beautiful father-son um, story told uh, in a very original way. And it's uh, this, this teen, uh, his father's teaching him this, the artisanal um, art of Peruvian story boxes, um, or they're called retablos, hence the name mm. of the film. Uh, and it's, it's through this, and it's about the teen kind of figuring out who he is um, and discovering themselves through um, the art 
of creating stories in these boxes mm. and um, you know lots of various things unfold and it's a very unexpected film and I think it's it's one that'll stick with our audiences so I hope people give that mm. one a chance beautiful I guess you know we do always encourage our, our, our members and our audience to to think outside the box uh, and you know we're always looking for um, you know hidden gems and different things to to check out um, so I thought maybe if there's you know something that you think is flying more under the radar um, that you want to give give a bit of love to right now um, uh, maybe Charlie let's start with you if there's uh, something you'd like to talk about hmm. there is this movie uh, day. Um, it world premiered at Cannes, and it's from uh, U.S. and Qatar, and it's also um, debuted for the writer-director um, and the lead actor. And also, phenomenal job. Um, and the story follows a 14-year-old that uses the pronoun they um, and lives with their parents in Chicago. and. Um, they are exploring their gender identity while taking um, hormone blockers to postpone puberty. But after two years of medication and therapy, Jay has to make a decision whether or not to transition. And over this crucial weekend, while their parents are away, Jay's sisters um, and her partner arrive to take care of Day. Um, it's beautiful as. Um, I, I saw it in the theater in New York and it was really, it was really moving. I think that is really important. And if you are going to give it a try to something you haven't heard um, about, I would strongly recommend you pick this one. Great. Thanks. Uh, Jenna, what about you? Uh, well, I think Inside Out is as much an opportunity to see yourself reflected as it is to like learn more about, you know, a part of the community that maybe you aren't familiar with. And I think um, I would probably say um, my top pick would be Bisha Travesty. Um, mm -hmm. It's a documentary that follows a Brazilian um, musician trans activist named, uh, named Linda Cabrada. And uh, I saw it in Berlin and had no idea who she was, but everyone in the cinema left a dedicated fan hmm. of hers. Um, and, you know, everyone was so excited coming out of that, that film. Um, and it weaves interview and home footage, including from um, her battle with cancer, as well as performance video. And I would kind of bet all the money that I have that Every single person who sees it will leave with a full heart and one of her songs in their head. <laughs> yeah. uh, they're great songs, and she's a really incredible and inspiring person. So I hope that people will give that one a shot. For sure, that's yeah. It's uh, man, that was so much fun to to see that movie with a with a, a big audience, and then we were fortunate in Berlin to to see her perform at the mm -hmm. Teddy Awards, and it was pretty amazing so <laughs> I think one for me um, you know looking turning the lens on, on Canada again uh, you know I think uh, Drew Lintz 
uh, first feature that we'll be presenting as a Canadian premiere MM uh, is a really fun, accomplished uh, think piece in, in a lot of ways. It's very stylistic. Um, it's, you know, lots of inspiration there from Fassbender. Uh, and, uh, you know, there's style, it's, you know, it's arty, it's sexy, and it's also very funny uh, about a Montrealer who moves to Berlin and becomes obsessed with with this boy and follows him around Berlin. And uh, eventually they meet and, and have some encounters and then things continue from there. So um, it'll be nice to welcome Drew back from Berlin and, and, and uh, host the screening here. So I hope people give that one a chance. Uh, so just, uh, you know, while we still have some time, I thought maybe we could talk a little bit about some of our favorite short films, uh, you know, just give that, give that some time. Um, Jenna, what about, what about you? Is there, I mean, we see so many shorts. Um, what, you know, have you, have you narrowed it down to, to one or two that, um, uh, that, that you love and maybe just, um, just for the folks listening to like, let us know what program they're in so they know how to look it up. Sure. Um, Honestly, putting together shorts programs is kind of my favorite part of all of this. It's so much fun. I mean, it's hard because there's so many things that we love that can't make the cut. But putting together these programs is um, really a special part of this. Um, I would say the film that I would like to highlight is called The Morning After. And uh, it takes place the morning after the 2016 election when um, a young woman is scheduled to introduce her um, black girlfriend to her conservative Trump voting father for the mm. first time. Um, and it was, it's so powerful to watch these two characters go through the disbelief and the sadness that I know many of us went through on that morning and then put them in this potentially explosive situation on top of that. Um, it really like took me back to how I felt that day. Um, and it really is an incredible film. Um, it's in a, a program that's titled hope floats, uh, which looks at all different types of family dynamics from the, you know, heartbreaking to the hilarious and is also named after a Sandra Bullock movie. Because <laughs> I love Sandra Bullock and wanted to pay tribute to her. Uh, so, yeah, that would be my pick. And also just real quick, I want to mention also a short called Ballet Jazz, um, which Canadian is so weird. It's Canadian and it's weird and I love it. And I don't, you know, sometimes people see a genre program and they're a little scared off. Um, uh, but we have a genre shorts program this year called The Truth Is Out There that I would highly recommend. Um, and ballet jazz is is really something to see. Uh, it follows two friends who are setting off on a road trip to audition for the musical Cats. Um, and ridiculous things happen along the way and it's uh <laughs> so much fun to watch so i yeah those those would be my recommendations for sure amazing what about you charlie um i'm gonna go with a toronto film it's called we forgot to break up oh yes mm. uh, and um i must admit i work on it <laughs> <laughs> you just but, uh, your own horn but but I just I just I just like introduced it. But it's one of my favorite films of the year. I think that um, it's an amazing ensemble of uh, cast uh, from from really really amazing Toronto people, um, and it's the discovery of um, Jesse Todd, who is a fantastic trans actor, and I really really recommend that you come and see this film. Uh, it's playing on the local heroes program, so you'll be celebrating all our locals. Um, 
but the, the film is, is, is extremely beautiful. Um, it's based on a novel that won a contest um, that is, is, it goes over three days. People write a book in three days and this story won that contest and this film is an adaptation and is the first um, narrative film um, by Chandler Levack. Mm. Um, and it's seriously one of my favorites of the year. And um, the story it's about, I guess that's important. Uh, it's I mean, about, you're selling it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. so, it's about um, Evan, who uh, after years of ad- absence, um, returns one night, one night to face his now famous uh, former bandmates. Uh, and the surprise reuni- reunion is bittersweet. And this is a very intimate depiction of the naughty complexities of relating to old friends after everything has changed. Um, beautiful, totally recommend it. Beautiful and amazing, like Toronto locations in this movie. Yeah. Is it shot at Danforth <clears throat> Music Hall or one of those gorgeous venues? Yes, yes. And yeah, seeing it come together was amazing. Uh, shout outs to uh, the DP, Cabot Magnelli. Mm. He did a fantastic. It was, it was a terrific experience. Amazing. Well, um, just, we're just about out of time, but um, I'll, I'll throw in, rather than talk about one short film in particular, uh, there is a program I'm particularly, particularly excited about, um, named after a Drew Barrymore film. He's just not that into you. Um, <laughs> uh, and it really looks at, um, it's a great collection of, of short films um, that look at uh, navigating the dating scene in 2018 and, you know, looking at, you know, people... Um, you know, with their increasing addiction and use of apps, you know, where does one find intimacy and fulfillment um, navigating that world? And so I definitely recommend checking out that program. Um, but uh, yeah, I think we're out of time. So Jenna and Charlie, thanks so much for taking the time to, to talk to talk to the director of programming and our executive director. We'll, we'll see you very soon back <laughs> you, at the you office. You survived your, your first <laughs> podcast. We're so proud of you. <laughs> Well, thanks. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, All right, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll see you at the office. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Bye. Bye. We'll never again. Bye. <laughs> Special thanks to Jenna and Charlie for joining us to share their insights on the program highlights this year. Join us next time where we'll be speaking to you from the 2018 festival. This has been Inside Outcasts, coming at you from the Village Sound Studios. RBC is proud to be the lead sponsor of the Inside Out LGBT Film Festivals. To check out the full festival lineup and to purchase tickets, visit insideout.ca. We'll catch you next time. This was a Village Soundcast Network original production. 